lookout, baby. Okay, uh, we're going to take our phone call right now. So uh, if you'll just hold with us. Kurt? Okay, we're just making sure we have everything right. We have an interesting um, situation today. You're live on air. The voice you heard that said yes is none other than uh, Kurt Matthews. That's uh, fantastic. Okay, and uh, he is uh, uh, going to be at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy this coming Monday, April 25th at 7.30 p.m. with the Recovery Comedy Show. Kurt Matthews and Mark Lundum. This is the uh, most popular, and, uh, and I'm going to say that, Kurt, most popular um, uh, recovery comedy show in the nation. There are others. People attempt it, but you guys have uh, uh, really done something special. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How so, are you? You know what? We're good. Uh, we have a, 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 we're doing this a little uh, um, uh, in a unique way today. Normally, we'd be at the uh, Comedy Schools uh, Radio.com studios in Scottsdale, but the town that we live in, the entertainment capital of Arizona, Maricopa, where you have graciously yes. visited, uh, you can't get in or out of right now. Wait, is there a flood? What's going on? Are you under an emergency? No, <laughs> but that's what we thought at first. Uh, uh, no, there was a car accident, and uh, you live in California. I lived in California for 30 years. I was explaining to our listeners, you can have a 10-car pileup on the 101 in San Francisco or the 101 in Los Angeles, and they will get it off the road in five minutes and get traffic moving. That is correct, yes. Uh, or we shoot the driver, take his car. Shoot yeah. the driver, Destroy take it. his car. That's right, you shoot the driver, take his car, uh, leave the car, take the cannoli. Um, <laughs> uh, it's always about a cannoli. It's always yes. about a cannoli. And, and, tra and traffic is moving. It doesn't move fast, but it moves. Here, if there's an accident, they shut down the roads for hours. So there was a there was a car accident. The road was shut down. There is usually a way around a bypass, but they were doing road construction. They had a major interstate shut down. You couldn't get out of town. So we doubled back, and we're working from the home office today. Are you there? Okay. Okay. So I just explained that to you. So uh, now that I'm done with all that, man, where are you? Uh, where are you sitting as we speak? Where am I? I'm in the city of San Francisco, and. It was so, uh, 9.30 makes no sense to me, Tony. I don't know how people do it. I, uh, I woke up, and I swear, this morning I walked outside just for a second, and I, I thought dew was coming down. I thought, why, what is this, a nuclear winter? And then I went, oh, no, that's, that's rain. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend rain this morning, Tony. That's how bad it was. And I'm, and I'm a sober man. So um, I'm in the city of San Francisco talking to you in the big metropolis of Maricopa. So all is good today. Isn't that the wonders and marvels of modern technology? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a, a wonder, except for they can't get a car off the road there in Maricopa. It's, uh, then again, right, uh, didn't Patton's army get stuck behind uh, a donkey or something? So, I, I don't know. That's yeah. how old I am. Patton's army reference. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's actually the uh, Patton, the General Patton Army Museum on Interstate 10 as you go from Los Angeles to uh, Phoenix, I think you and I—I uh, I, I think you and I visited at one time on some sort of road trip long ago and far away. Did we? I, I, I remember wanting to go. I don't know if I've ever. Uh, well, I don't, maybe I'll do that on the way in this time. Just stop into the Patton Museum. That'd be something. Okay. Hey, let me ask you an odd question. Uh, is Mark with you right now? Uh, Mark is not with me. He's supposed to be calling in on the same line there. Okay, and that's what's happening is I can't switch over to him because I'm seeing this 408 number pop up. 
So I can't You're switch. Yeah, I can't switch over and patch both of you in at the same time. Oh well, that's fantastic. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, we're gonna do something really crazy here. Hold on, we're gonna do something really crazy. Uh, I want you to text. Can you text while you're speaking with me? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Sure, I, I want you to text a phone number to Mark right now, and here's the phone number. You ready? Oh, oh this is this is fantastic for all your listeners. Now, why, why don't I got an idea? Why not, uh, okay, give me the phone number. All right, Go just ahead. do it like this. I got an idea. Why don't you just answer the phone and let Mark use this line, and I will call that one easier. Let's get it done. No, but he already hung up on this line. All right, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call him on this phone. There, I just cut Kurt off. Isn't that terrible? All right, this is like uh, cool stuff. I think it's cool stuff. So uh, here we go. Here we go. And we're going in. And we are calling Mark London. This is the wonders of uh, modern technology. Are you calling Kurt now? No. You don't know Kurt's number, right? No, he said he'll call this phone. Okay. All right. Hello? Mark? Yes. Tony Visick. Hey, Tony. How are you? You know, uh, uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's it's uh, a, a great to speak with you. Let me tell you what's going on as we speak. Is um, we uh, we got trapped in the town that we live in because they had shut down the roads because of car accidents. It's a, um, I, I don't want to get exp- uh, so we weren't able to get into our studio. So we actually we actually have a C studio set up here in the home office. So um, we actually are going to. We saw you calling. Kurt was already on, and now. We've actually got both of you on the air on two separate phones. Fantastic. All right, hold on. So okay. turn up, turn up, turn Kurt up a little bit. I would rather turn him down, but let's turn him up. Yeah. Okay, good. Turn me down. All right. So Mark's you got more to say. Talk you... to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, uh, we were telling our listeners and uh, people who'll be downloading later and people checking out our social media that you and Kurt have put together a fantastic tour. Uh, the Recovery Comedy Tour, and it will be at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy this coming Monday at 7.30 p.m. Yes, yeah, actually the Addicts Comedy Tour. Addicts Comedy Tour. Addicts Comedy Correct. Tour. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's, uh, this is uh, uh, stuff that uh, we, we, we talk about and, and uh, create that has uh, everything to do with some kind of recovery from uh, emotional distress, uh, some kind of elective surgery since we're talking about Arizona uh, pampered <laughs> people um, yeah how, how, hey Tony how pampered are you when you have an emergency studio man you got it good you know what you know um, uh, I, we do have it good and uh, I attribute that to uh, uh, 31 years of recovery and uh, 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 a lot of luck but uh, we do we have we have an emergency studio we, we have our own studio in Old Town Scottsdale which is the Beverly Hills of uh, Arizona and uh, I've been there. but we we have an emergency studio, and uh, we we couldn't get out of this town. We could have gotten out of this town. It was a huge delay. And we said we'll just do it from the home office. So we are pampered. We're we're pampered. Sure, why not? We, hey, listen, you got thirty years recovery. You got Cadillac complaints. I do. I I do have. To, you know what? I hear. Uh, as a matter of fact, this morning the first half hour was um, my frustration. A half hour, and my frustration was with. Um, my frustration was with my computer deciding to reboot when I needed it. My brand new computer rebooting, so I wasn't able to use it right away. I was frustrated with that. I was frustrated with Sirius XM Radio because right now they're only giving me 180 channels instead of the 400 I thought I paid for. Because I need 400 Sirius XM channels 
when I don't feel like listening to AM, FM, or Pandora in my car or my own music I've downloaded. So oh, you're beyond that now, Tony. Yeah, so I, I, that, I was frustrated with that. I was frustrated with the fact that uh, I couldn't uh, leave my uh, air-conditioned house with a pool in Maricopa and go to my uh, studio in Scottsdale. And I was frustrated with the person who sold me, with the people who sold me my Jeep hat because it says inside it, one size fits most. And I see that as some sort of conspiracy by a business not to give money back if you're if the hat doesn't fit. So these are my problems today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we, are, we are blessed with abundance. <laughs> so I would call my sponsor, but he died. And I feel forged about that because oh. now, now I don't have to call the guy. Oh. I had a wonder. I had a wonderful sponsor named Leo who was an atheist, and I was uh, I was taking a a, a cake, uh, you know, on my birthday at a meeting in Los Angeles, my 29th or 30th, and uh, I point out that Leo was my sponsor. He was a controversial figure in 12 Steps uh, in LA because of that, you know. And I said, Leo is my sponsor. And I said, Leo is an atheist, and one of the great satisfactions I will have as a being will be after I die and Leo and I are sitting in heaven, I go, see, Leo, you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about the show. I, I know it started a, a number of years ago. Uh, I think I know you, you were a, a traditional stand-up comic, uh, as we all were at one time or still are, and uh, uh, that you then started doing conventions, but you took this to a whole different level. People are going to see something really unique and fun when they come out Monday to Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Yeah, Monday night they're going to see a show they don't see anywhere else. Curtis is hilarious. Uh, I, I am incredibly funny. Both of us are uh, sober a long time, which doesn't mean anything unless you can do something good with it. But no, I was never a traditional comic. Never. Okay. I started doing comedy in jails and rehabs and shelters and detoxes and prisons and halfway houses and Salvation Armies. I never did clubs until after I had a whole bunch of hours on the stage or a linoleum floor or some kind of uh, a little makeshift uh, plywood corner thing they made for me with a flood lamp in the uh, hospital. I was all kinds of, uh, you know, just make-it-up-as-you-go comedy. I did comedy in places normal people didn't even want to visit. So uh, when I got into clubs, man, what a blessing to have a light and a stage and a <laughs> microphone stand and, and people who sat there and listened and didn't drool on themselves in a hospital open-backed gown. It was a, that was a pleasure. So Monday night, Monday night, it, well, it's, you know, it's Phoenix, so we might see some open-backed gown people, but it would be a different kind of a vibe. Um, but no, I, I, I've been doing this uh, long enough to know that uh, it's a blessing to have people's attention because there's options, you know, for their time. The show is really funny. It, it, it takes on all kinds of topics, um, dysfunctional families and uh, divorce and, uh, you know, crappy days at work and, you know, interruptions like you got today with the, uh, you know, somebody's, somebody got in an accident and they shut down some roads. Uh, you can complain about being in traffic or... Uh, you can be grateful you're not in the middle of the pile. That's true. That's true. And, and we did bring that up when we were talking about it earlier. I, I said, I feel terrible for uh, those that are left. I feel terrible for their family. Uh, I feel bad about all that. Still in all, I had some place I had to be. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 sober alcoholic doesn't mean you're less selfish. It means you no 
selfish. Yeah, and and to be perfectly, you, you, you know what? You hit the nail on the head there. It's I was talking about uh, um, angry old white men. Uh, somebody uh, asked, they go, "Well, what does Tony look like now?" Huh? What'd you call me? <laughs> See? <laughs> somebody, somebody said, somebody said, describe what Tony Vizic looks like. He looks like every sixty-year-old man in America. He wears a baseball cap. He's got a great ponytail, horn rim glasses, and a great beard. We can go out and commit any crime in the world right now. They'll never catch us because we all look alike. Yeah. We either yeah, bu- except, go ahead. Let me tell you something, Tony. Let me tell you something. You ever get in a fight? Uh, this is from a, a street kid talking. You ever get in a fight? You're gonna want to cut that ponytail before the fight starts. That's a handle, brother. Yeah. 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 Oh no, I know. Oh, and, thank you. Yeah, and uh, when I when I was younger, I was. Kurt, Curtis will tell you I was known for starting fights in parking lots. So, uh, <laughs> right before, right well, before meetings, when you had a commitment, the best ever. Yes. Yeah. When but, you hang out with Curtis, you 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 tend to meet people who want to fight. Curtis is a little bit lippy, and he, he, he's <laughs> it's it's fun to hang out with him. But man, he is he is machine gun fast when it comes to uh, peppering somebody with a little bit of uh, attitude. I, I love it. I love Curtis. <laughs> Well, you know, Kurt and I, um, it's interesting what you say about working the clubs now, because uh, Kurt and I um, kind of started out uh, right around the same time, and uh, um, we used to tour together. We'd go off and do these two-man shows, and we worked clubs, and we worked one-nighters, but the clubs and one-nighters we worked, the clubs and one-nighters we worked were what you describe as people pointed the wrong way, people coming in waving a rebel flag in the middle of the room. Uh, uh, drunk, fallen down. So um, uh, we experienced that in the clubs. I think what you guys are offered in the clubs right now, I know as a sober alcoholic uh, um, that like, still likes to go out, you know, uh, it's not, it, it, somebody asked me one time, they go, well, explain what you do now if you don't drink or do drugs. And I go, I do everything. I just don't do those two things. Yeah. So uh, when I... What it I, has very little to do with with, with uh, not doing something. It has a lot to do with what you just described. We get to do all kinds of stuff that just we just don't just don't drink. And if the audience is drinking, uh, uh, so be it. There are probably people can handle it. Tony and I and Curtis, we can't. No, you know, I explained it to me one time. I walked into a bar. I used to hang out when I when I drank years ago. I was sober for a long time. Same guy sitting at the on the bar stools as when I drank fifteen years before. And one of them turns around and goes, Tony, visit you. this guy could drink. And I go, no, I couldn't drink. <laughs> Someone who could have... Yeah, that's, why, yeah. that's why I quit showing up. <laughs> well, the cool thing about your show that I, I was trying to, uh, that I want to point out to our listeners is that uh, I, as someone who doesn't drink, will occasionally, if, like if I want to go do a late show at a, co- a comedy club sometime uh, where the majority of people are drinking, um, uh, there is, sometimes it's, it could be a little difficult to watch a show if there's a rowdy crowd, you know? But with your show, someone who doesn't drink, someone who wants to go out and really enjoy the performers and the, just the performers, you know, they can go to your show, even though there may be some people drinking there, you're not going to see a lot of the rowdy behavior you might see in a one-nighter comedy show or a late-night comedy show where you can really just concentrate on the reason that you came out and see the fantastic entertainment you guys are going to present. Well, you can follow the comics, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't, uh, we try not to interrupt them as they're thinking, and they try not to interrupt 
Uh-huh. Um, there's, there's every once in a while, there's some pepper in the language, but the topic material is adult. Uh, I mean, when you're talking about being a responsible parent and confused and, uh, or, an, or, or an angry kid uh, with, with challenges in school, I mean, all this stuff, I mean, all the stuff that we thought we could drink through, that's what we talk about. And uh, that hasn't changed for generations. They just got different source material to seek out, you know, Molly and K2 bath salts, dabs and bars. Do you remember when a dab was Brill Cream? Yeah, right? a little dab will do you. Yeah, that's well, it did until it didn't. <laughs> and uh, the kids would say that, only, you know, it, it, it stops working. So there's a lot of fun stuff, but the audiences are, man, they're, they're, they're enthusiastic, they're respectful. You know, in Phoenix, they're dressed nicer. You know how it works. Yeah, yeah, we're prettier. Um... Well, much, much. <laughs> and and uh, shoot, if, if, uh, if they're going to see a show this year that they're going to remember, um, and I'm not saying this because I'm in it. I'm saying this because the show is this thing. Uh, if they're going to see a show this this year, this is a good one to see. Well, you know, I I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, um, uh, at, at the root, at the risk of toot my own horn, I I had called uh, uh, my good friend Rick Bronson. Uh, and by the way, tomorrow John Reinman, who's a uh, um, who is uh, uh, headlining there uh, all this week uh, all this week. Through Sunday, we'll be in studio with us tomorrow if we can actually uh, make it into the building. Uh, I told Rick, I go, there's a great show that you need to bring into your clubs, and uh, I'm just so glad that you guys are uh, are able to come here and go to what what I consider to be one of the best. You know, we have a lot of comedy clubs in Phoenix. We're just looking for reasons to get out of the sun. So um, we have a lot of comedy clubs. I consider Rick's one of the best, one of the most beautiful, great neighbor. You know the minute you walk into Rick's club, even if you don't know what the show is, if you just go, let's go in there and see what's going on, you walk in and go, something good's going to happen here. And then he's very particular. He and his wife, Tammy, because I know them both, are particular about making sure their audiences have a great experience. So they're particular about what shows they put up all the way from their contests, their local contests. Their local contests are not just, well, let's just fill up the room on an off night. They really put a lot of work into that to the headliners they bring in, to the special event shows like yours, if it's not a good show, they're not bringing it in just for the money or just for the deal. So we, this is going to be a fantastic show in a beautiful club. Well, we're, we're lined up with that theoretically to just uh, you know make it the best show. I like that uh, idea. So uh, we're honored to be coming in. We're grateful to, to uh, he and his wife for having us. And um, we're going to make it worthwhile. And shoot, maybe if we're sober, Curtis and I will actually show up. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> How did you guys? Uh, uh, um, we got to wrap up a little bit, but I'm going to get in more into. It. We talked about what the show's about. We talked about those things. Uh, how did you guys uh, uh, get together on this? On on doing this show? Yeah. Uh, we have some uh, very very similar passions, Curtis and I. About you know, comedy is is a is a is a healing tool. Uh, it's a teaching instrument. It's uh, it can highlight a whole bunch of topics and subjects that normally uh, you wouldn't even talk about. But uh, if you can make it funny, uh, maybe you can make it work. So uh, we agree on a lot of that. We've been friends for a long time. You know, we we were in some of those salt mine type environments that you were talking about the clubs where you know there's there's somebody playing a slot machine right next to the stage. Yeah, and, uh, they don't. And, and we're in, we're in Canada. And they, they won't turn off the hockey game on the TV. You just do God comedy no. right through the middle of that, buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
So uh, let me ask you. So tickets are available at uh, houseofcomedy.net. I know they're they're up on the site. There is that the best place to go for tickets? I believe so. Yeah. And okay. Curtis would Curtis would be the guy. That general. Ask ask General uh, Matthews over there. General Lemay Matthews. Yes, sir. So, we are on sale folks, over at Rick Bronson. Yeah. So that's uh, Phoenix. That's uh, it, it's easy to find. You know, we were. You, for a long time, you gave out phone numbers at clubs, and it was Rick who told me, he goes, Tony, you don't need to give out the phone number, just go out the website. Now we find if we just tell people the name of something, they Google it, but if you don't, Google House of Comedy, or you, uh, you go to houseofcomedy.net, you will find, because we, uh, we, we got our email blast on your show earlier in the week, because they're great about, uh, they're great about promotions there, so uh, we know that they're, they're already on sale, houseofcomedy.net. Uh, is it uh, is it a two person show? Is there anyone else on the bill with you that we should know about? Well, it actually, Tony Visick was going to be on the show, but he canceled. So <laughs> you know, so it's just it's just Mark and I and uh, Tony. Go see Tony at a free intro if you want to learn how to do comedy. So you know what's so uh, sad is I've wanted to. I I love what you guys are doing. Let me let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, I, I told Curtis this, but I was I was telling someone beforehand where I told Curtis, I, I was talking about Kurt and talking about you, Mark, and what you guys are doing. I go, I love what they're doing. I go, so many of my friends who are have had big lifestyle changes are still going into clubs where they're working to whatever audience is provided. If it's an audience of 20-year-olds or on a cruise ship, and even though it's not their lifestyle, they still want to do comedy, but they have to fit that... You guys are doing it on, on your own terms, and I love that. You've put together a show that can go to a general facility like a comedy club, but it's on your own terms. So you don't have to worry about going on stage and having some very funny stuff about uh, cleaning up and getting sober and a bunch of drunks in the room going, Sound like a quitter to me, huh? You know, um, uh, I love the fact that... <laughs> We're yeah. going to take care of some people. We're going to tear it down, tear all the tents down, pack them up, move to Tucson for Tuesday after being in Indio, California on Sunday. So this is very mobile, this this uh, unit. And uh, you're, we're so happy to have you there Monday, too. Um, yeah. I know of you, Tony, and, and the work you've done. And, and uh, we, we never worked together, per se, but I know we've worked in some similar circles, and you've been a San Francisco guy and a, a road comic and a, a you know one of those warriors that just puts on the masks and goes out and does for who you got to do it for. We, we're all versatile, but that's part of the gig on Monday is that we get to settle down and do the kind of stuff we want, so that uh, you know we can march them through some stuff. So you're you're gonna do you're gonna do what you, your your sets what three minutes? No, four yeah. minutes? What <laughs> well, no, no, no. He's not gonna be there. I can't. I can't make it. Is the thing for years? I've gone, man. I can't wait. I sit there and go, when is my buddy Kurt going to ask me to do one of his shows? When is my buddy Kurt? Where are you doing? Where Where are you going to be? I I here's where I will be. Okay, uh, like Curtis, and because of Curtis, uh, in large part, uh, 
I run I run one of the uh, uh, one of the more successful uh, uh, stand up comedy workshops in the nation. We've taken people all the way from beginning workshop to national television. One of our alumni is a regular on The Walking Dead. I run this comedy workshop. I have ran it for fifteen years. It just so happens. <laughs> do you realize what you just said to me? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, we, we I, and unfortunately, unfortunately, my free stand-up prospects, one of my greatest stand-up students, is on the, the Walking Dead. I say that in my intro. I tell people I go. It's Eugene. On The Walking Dead, Eugene, the guy with the mullet. I tell people, I go, we are so good at what we do that if you study with us, you could end up on the most depressing show on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, you could just... Yeah. But... Sorry, the, man, that, that one hit me like a nice taste good. of waffle this morning. I'm sorry, that's funny. He became such a good stand-up that he got noticed, and through that he got an agent, from that he got commercials, he started to, you know, he did another TV show... He was put on there because he does it because the character is a little comedic. So, um, yeah. uh, unfortunately, my free intro falls on the same night you guys are coming to town. So, um, uh, well, well, I'm sad because I, I was looking forward to at least hanging out. And, you know, he'll hang out. He'll be over late. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna come over right after the intro. I'm gonna come over and hang with you guys. Uh, uh, so, oh, good, 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 good. So we can still trade some stories because uh, road comic older. Uh, people uh, stories about being on the road and working clubs and uh, you know bad owners and uh, you know small crowds and uh, late flights and stuff that's some of the funniest stuff that the audience never gets to see they never do but they'll get to see it Monday night at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy when the uh, uh, and give me the name right again because we call it Recovery Addicts, Com- Com- Addicts, Addicts Comedy Tour Addicts, Com- Addicts Comedy also. Tour and great segue Tony that was beautifully yeah. done thank you well, it's, it's, what, it's, it's my job uh, <laughs> uh, it's the, the Addicts Comedy Tour Monday night April 25th 7.30pm Rick Brunson's House of Comedy on High Street 5350 East High Street Tickets are available for the show right now at houseofcomedy.net. They can also be purchased at the box office the night of. Gentlemen, uh, first I and, want to thank... And, and they can go to Addicts Comedy Tour. Uh, sorry, addictscomedy.com. Addictscomedy.com to see all kinds of information. Yeah, everything will be up there. Plus, uh, uh, as soon as uh, later on uh, this afternoon, this show will be available for download. For people who didn't get to listen to it live now, it will be available for download. Along with we'll have everything up on our social media as well, ComedySchoolsRadio.com. Mark Lundum, Kurt Matthews, fantastic speaking to you guys through the miracle of computers and telephones. We will see you Monday night at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Tony. All right. Hey, man, that was uh, pretty cool that we pulled that off, Shirley. And uh, it was pretty cool that we were able to talk to those guys. You know, it's funny, uh, Mark had said that um, one of the gifts of being a, an alcoholic is, uh, it's a joke, alcoholics don't quit, we won't get, quit drinking, but when we sober up, we won't quit, yeah. and um, nor will our codependents ever give up on us, and uh, when, you, when, when I made the switch from uh, FM to, I told you I went to my own internet radio station, uh, by the way, if you're over 50, we have an internet radio station, under 50, it's a podcast. Uh, when I told you I wanted it, you built it for me, and uh, 
and we're doing it. We're doing it. it. We're now calling it the most expensive podcast in the nation because we have rented a pimp studio in uh, in Scottsdale. So um, uh, we won't quit. We didn't quit today. They shut down the road. We couldn't get to our studio. Right, but we've always had that second option of the office, so that's why I keep supplies. Supplies. I sound like one of yeah. those. Yeah. That's why I keep our stuff here. You know, all we need is some freedom seeds, and we're like survivalists. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I was saying. I sound like a survivalist. Survivalist. Uh, what time is it? It is uh, almost the top of the hour. We're going to make this a one-hour show today, guys. Uh, I just want to tell you about what's going to be going on tomorrow, because tomorrow's the big show. Tomorrow on the show, uh, from uh, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, John Ryman. Tomorrow on the show, uh, uh, Paul Rodriguez from the Scottsdale Laugh Factory. Uh, tomorrow on the show as a uh, guest host, uh, Bob Kubota. Also tomorrow, uh, and we apologize, we were going to start it today, but we have started tomorrow. Uh, Bob Kubota will be joining the ComedySchoolsRadio.com family when he does his own uh, podcast, which we will uh, broadcast weekly from the ComedySchoolsRadio.com studios and always be available for you uh, for download at ComedySchoolsRadio.com. So um, that's all coming up tomorrow. So all weekend, great shows. John Reinman, Paul Rodriguez, and then Monday, uh, there's a free intro stand-up comedy workshop at the Tempe Center for the Arts. I should also mention Friday night, I should mention this, Friday night at the Tempe Center for the Arts, uh, 700 West Rio Salado Parkway. It's Class Clowns. This is the granddaddy of all comedy showcases in the greater Phoenix area. This is the show that has seen people go from first show to national television. If you want to see where it all starts, if you want to see where this red-hot uh, very creative, swirling, hurly-burly of a comedy community really starts, you want to come down Friday night to the Tempe Center for the Arts at 7.30 and see Class Clowns. Uh, that's uh, that's coming up Friday. And then Monday, a couple of great options for you. You can come do the free intro comedy workshop at Tempe Center for the Arts, absolutely free. So that's the cheapest deal. Or... or uh, um, uh, you want to pop down to Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, uh, houseofcomedy.net, and check out the Addicts Comedy Tour with our very good friends Mark Lundum and uh, and Kurt Matthews. You know why I'm, I'm hesitating right now? Because Shirley's getting ready to get all the frustrations in one camera here. The GPAT, the Sirius XM radio uh, box, and the computer are all going to be right here. Now if we could just get a picture of um, John Wayne Parkway shut down <laughs> That'd be fantastic. So, um, you know what? I think that's going to wrap it up for the day. That would, this has been a fun hour. This has been a fun, fun hour. Uh, for um, First off, let me apologize to Bob Kubota. We're going to start today, but Bobby will start tomorrow. Let me apologize to intern Rob, who actually was going to show up today, even though he's probably hungover, uh, because um, we uh, uh, told you just turn around and go back home today. So let me apologize. And now for the crew here in the room, let me thank you. For Roscoe the dog, who is always uh, always loyal and goes wherever I go when I let him. Um, I don't take him with me in the city. Uh, he's come in. He has joined us in the podcast. For uh, my producer, who just happens to be my wife, Shirley Lovisic. Uh And for uh, everybody who's involved with making this thing happen, my name is, I want to thank you. My name is Tony Visick. You've been listening to This American Podcast Comedy Edition Special edition coming to you from the home office in the entertainment capital of Arizona, Maricopa, Arizona. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Thank you. Goodbye.